in the shower, car, or on the can. As moms, we all know those are about the only times in a day where we are alone and sane, if we're lucky. That's why we created Mom Goal, a weekly podcast designed to give moms all they need to know to become moguls in 15 minutes or less. So lather up, turn up the volume, or stay secretly hiding in peace on the pot a bit longer. Let's go. It's time for five minutes of physical, and this time we're talking food and how to simplify it. Now, you may know this mom goal as I am Simply Sherry, but she's also an integrative nutrition health coach, cooking instructor, and mom who inspires us to live our best lives one meal at a time. Mom goals, please welcome Sherry Holzer to the show. Hi, Sherry. Hi, ladies. Thank you so much for being here. I'm excited to be with the two of you. We are so happy you're here, Sherry. Thank you so much. As someone who really loves eating and appreciates meal time, through your work, can you tell us a little bit about your experiences that ultimately led you to the kitchen? Yes. Well, Kristen, I too love to eat. I think that food and eating and cooking are just one of the most joyful parts of our lives. So what brought me to the kitchen? In my work as a nutrition health coach, I work with individuals trying to figure out how to support them on their wellness and nutrition goals that they have, whether it be something along the lines of weight loss or perhaps some a physician has recommended them to work with me because they've developed some type of a disease entity or something that needs some addressing like hypothyroidism or diabetes. And what happened was as I took a look at what was going on, the patient or client would come to me and they would say, here, I have this list that the doctor gave me, or, you know, I saw this list that my friend was following to lose weight or just to feel good. And they said, help. And when you take a look at that, that's very general. So I realized that most people don't understand the concept of bioindividuality, meaning that we are all individuals and our biology is individual. We're all really unique people. What may make Kristen be fabulous and feel fantastic, you could be eating or following the same plan or even the same exercise program, whatever it is, and really feel horrible. Yeah, super bloated. <laughs> right like for example I have no problem with gluten in my diet I eat a whole weed and grains and, and I'm good but I clearly know that many people have an, a sensitivity and that can make them feel bloated and uncomfortable etc and so what works for you may not work for me or vice versa and so these things that maybe they're coming out of the doctor saying like here's this prescribed list this is what you should follow it really has to be honed and tuned to who you are because it differs. It differs for everybody, right? We really are all so unique. And I I feel fortunate that I'm able to help people see and identify that within themselves. And I feel sad for those that are missing out. I'm hoping to spread the word and maybe here today we're going to allow people to see that we are all really unique. And yes, we need to take a look at what's going on with you as the individual. Here are my simple techniques. I am called I'm Simply Sherry because I thought that this was a very complicated issue for a lot of women. Let's break it down, make it simple. I show you how to actually go into the kitchen now using the love and passion and creativity that I have so that you in your home can take your unique individuality and prepare the foods in your house that work for you and your family. I love it. So 
Speaking of family, Kristen and I both have two children. And talking about individuality, they're both very different. So give us mom goals a tip about how we can handle that individuality in our own households. Cause dear Lord, we need it. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Look, I've got two, I've got a boy and a girl 22 months apart. Of course they're grown adult children now, but it wasn't that long ago that I knew they were such completely, I mean, you couldn't get two different kids. So you may have the exact same thing in your house. So look, they're individuals as well, right? And they have been brought into this earth with different tastes and desires and interests and pal all of those things. And obviously you wanna make it easy on yourself and you don't wanna be somebody just catering to every little whim. So ladies, what I would do is I would give your kids a choice. Tell them you have an opportunity right now to pick something that you like. We have a red bell pepper, we have an orange carrot, or we have a nice piece of green broccoli. My Actually, my four-month-old niece loves raw broccoli. What? So who knows? Good. I know, I know she walks around holding her little tree. And when you call it something fun also, that makes it interesting. So let them have the choice, just pick something. Okay, I love that, I love that. Because you're right, sometimes it comes down to like, if they choose it, they're more apt to go with it than if mom is telling them like, you gotta do this, like you have to. There will always be a defense, it's just the way it is. As you tell them to turn right, they're gonna turn left turn off the TV that no, you know, get off the computer. No, you know how it is. So let them be in control. What, what difference does it make? Ultimately, the only thing difference that it makes is that actually puts everybody in a much easier spot. Keep it simple. Yes. Lord knows we need some of that right now. My God. <laughs> well, that is definitely a helpful tip that I'm going to try and implement like that. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Thank you so much, Sherry. And stick around next week because Sherry is going to unpack disordered eating and give us more tips about how we can make mealtime fun for our kids. Thank you, Sherry. You're Bye. Bye. Hi, Mom Goals. Welcome back. It's time to talk finances in February. Raquel, how is your February going so far? Well, Kristen, Kristen, I'm not gonna lie. I'm limping towards the finish line heading into February. Guys, I totally jinxed myself. Uh, what I talked about the new year, like, oh, we got a couple weeks left. January was filled with my husband having gallbladder and hernia surgery, and then the kids' school was closed again because of COVID. It was a lot. And then everything that went down politics-wise, it was, it was nutty. nuts. January was nutty. So I'm looking at February's the new year. Yes, I like right? it. When you start a new year, Thanks to our beloved Crystal Little, who we adore, Kyle and I have made our monthly budget meetings a total thing. And it's just good to know what you spend. Kristen, I know for you, you're like, I don't want to eat out. This is, this is going to be my no frills challenge for February. So really just focusing on groceries and gas and try to avoid the door dashes, things like that and make better choices in that way. Because based on what like Crystal said, I do still use the Simplify app and it breaks it down for me to see where we are spending. And there is always random Amazon things. So I, I'm really buckling down this February. I love it because I feel like restraint equals reward. Yes. And I just grew up with a bunch of stuff. So I love to purge, but I feel like 
when you purge and when you show restraint, you're making room for more. So, yeah. okay, by showing restraint, I'm making room for better things to come in. Yes. So that's it. Yeah, that's how I, I choose to look at it. I'm gonna be good right now so that way in a couple months, I don't feel as bad if we take a long weekend somewhere. It's like you're saving for more of a reward in the end. I'm kind of proud of myself. I feel like I haven't been spending on frivolous stuff. And so we're just going to continue that into the next month. So we want to challenge you mom girls to do the same. No spend February. No more frills. No more frills. Bye. Mommy. Mommy. <sighs> All right, mom girls, time to talk emotions. And this month we're going to be talking about something we haven't yet. And I'm so excited. We're talking spirituality. So joining us this month, all the way from Portland and originally from Italy, which holds a special place in my heart because my grandparents are from there too. She's an amazing writer. She's been featured in Good Housekeeping, Medical News Today. She's a spiritual counselor and fellow Leo sister. And Kristen and I, please welcome Kiara Townley. Hi, Kiara. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. We are so pumped. Yes. Thank you so much for coming on the show. As Raquel mentioned, this is a topic that we haven't touched on yet. So we're really excited to have you here to share your guidance with us. Tell us about your definition of spirituality and sort of how it came into your life. So for me, spirituality is what I call the fall of the illusion of separation. I think there's always kind of this misunderstanding about what spirituality is. Many people think about religion and it can be religion, but not always. So I like defining it like that because it's this idea that we are all connected as humans. We're also connected to the earth and we are connected to a bigger source. Once you understand that, once you really feel that you're a part of something bigger, then that's how you become spiritual. You are spiritual in that moment. So for me, my journey into spirituality uh, is a long journey. And the turning point for me was when after university, when I moved to London, I met my husband there. And I was working in a hotel, and when I saw him the first time, I heard a voice in my mind that said, you're going to marry this guy. <laughs> oh my God. Huh. It's out of a movie. It's out of a Seriously? movie. Seriously? Love at first sight. Yeah, it was, uh, it was crazy because I never believed in love at first sight. And also, I just didn't know what to do about it. But the thing is that it was really powerful because I couldn't stop thinking about it. So eventually, you know, we found a way to get together. It's a long story. But your intuition, your thought, your feeling that you were feeling was correct. It was correct. Yes, yes, that's that's what matters, right? Because we're talking about this today, about the power of intuition or whatever we want to call it. We'll, we'll dig more into, into that. And then we moved to Portland. That's where we started a family. And in 2019, we had our first child. And I suffered from postpartum depression and anxiety. It's something that caught me by surprise because I, well, I knew that motherhood was hard, right? But everybody always talks about the physical, right? oh, you're exhausted. And I wanted this child, so I wasn't ready for the emotional turmoil. But what happened is that once I found myself alone with, the, with my baby and my, my husband went back to work, I just didn't know how to deal with it. I felt like, oh my God, how am I going to keep this little being alive? Sometimes I can do the right things, you know, for myself. So how am I supposed to know what to do? And so 
it became really, really strong anxiety. I had panic attacks and I, I didn't know what to do because I didn't know what it was coming from. And so I talked to my husband and he said, if you need external help, you know, you just talk to someone. And I was open to do that. My problem was that the more I talk about this negative emotion, the more I identify with them. And that's kind of what happens often. We identify with our emotions. Our emotions are just waves. Like there's a metaphor that I love about us being the ocean and our emotions being waves. So they come and go. But the problem is that our brain always needs to attach a meaning because that's how our brain works. So what happens is that the more I have these negative feelings about not being able to, you know, take care of my son, my, my brain was telling me, you're, you're a bad mom, you're a bad person. I kind of lost the love for myself in the process. But I, I didn't know that. The way I discovered that is using the chakra system. We'll dig more into that. The idea is that in addition to our physical body, we have an energetic body. I have read so much about chakras. I read so much about self-development, spirituality, but I guess I had never put it into practice in my life. So while I was having those feelings, I sat down with them. And that's the thing, it takes courage, but I, in the end, it's the best thing you can do is accepting your feelings and emotions, even when they're negative. Because when you try to find the distraction, you give them more power. The best thing you can do is sit, breathe into it, it's gonna go, you know? So what I did, was just trying to really listen to my body. So where are these emotions located in the body? What I found is pressure on my chest and using the chakra system as a roadmap, I realized it was a lack of self-love. The fourth chakra is located in the heart, is about love, compassion, and self-love. Listening to my body and using the chakra system as a guide, I was able to understand the core of the problem because that's what it's about. We need to find the root of the issue, otherwise, we're not going to overcome it. For me, it was incredibly important to find the root of the issue. And once I realized I'd lost love for myself, I used tools that I learned in the years of reading and meeting spiritual teachers that had a big, big impact on me. And I used meditation, focused on loving kindness, visualization, sending light and warmth to the space of the heart and repeating to myself that I love myself. It took time and, and discipline, but I healed. This is how my journey into spirituality unfolded. And I love that because I suffered from postpartum as well. And I feel like you're just conditioned if you have it and you're, okay, you should speak with someone, but that doesn't work for everyone. I talked to Dr. G, that worked for me. But not everyone, you said it brought up the negative emotions and it, it just didn't work for you. So dealing with your energy and your chakras, that is what worked for you. I think that this is really cool and I'm so excited this month to get more into this because this might be a great tool and resource for other women to go, oh, maybe this will help. Maybe this will resonate with me more. So cool. We are much more powerful than we think and we can really heal ourselves. Yes, if we're made of energy, then it's a part of our physical being. We have to think through that as well. I cannot wait, Kristen. I know you and I were like, ooh, chakras. Ooh, chakras. Stick around, you guys, because next week, Kiara is going through the seven chakras with us, and we are gonna be, hopefully, all little experts by the time we listen. Yay! Stick around, we'll see you next week, Kiara. Thank you. See you next Bye. week. Thank you. Bye. All right, mom goals. That's all the time we have. Thank you for sharing your time with us. 
And like what you hear? Share with your friends and subscribe now and turn your Mondays into Mom Days.